0: After Pulse, the extra podcast from the hosts of the Community Pulse. Let's hear what your hosts are talking about in this episode. That was a- an amazing episode. I I thought that was so great, and it's it's one of those times where um I'm I had to control my fanboy. Uh, with the guests because I admire both of them so much and they have s- such a wealth of knowledge and they are like effortlessly sharing their knowledge where it's just like oh yeah I've dealt with this and 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 that mm-hmm. organic and that natural nature to be able to kind of address some of the things that people like me especially struggle with all the time it's just uh just puts me in awe so I, I really love that episode and I love our guests and um I, I'm still beaming
1: yeah agreed Agreed. It's I love it when we have people who have been around the block a few times, right? It's great to have newer or a division of the block as well. There you oh, (laughs) there you go. There you go. (laughs) But I think especially for a topic like this, where it's like, okay, look, how do we how do we define our roles? How do we defend our teams? How do we make sure that the things that we're focusing on are the right things? Having people who have that breadth of experience of bigger companies and smaller companies and starting out more experienced and getting thrown in the deep end is is so helpful and i think both angie and evan have had a lot of those experiences so it was great to have them both on for sure
2: yeah i totally agree <clears throat> great guests had a lot of good insight um I think we we did a pretty good job of, of kind of coming up with some questions as, you know, ahead of time. But I felt like that when we have good conversations like that, some of the good questions and stuff kind of come up organically. And I, I know I went off script per use and asked, um, you know, what's when you already have this little bit of reputation, but you also have this growth mindset and you kind of want to stretch into some new Responsibilities and learn some new tech and all those types of things. Like, how do you find the balance between, you know, here, here's this is me, this is who I am, and I'm going to come in and I'm going to crush it. Um, but also, I have like, I don't know, interests in other areas, and I'd love to put on the the beginner cap and and um, kind of go down that path too. Maybe one day have a reputation in that area, but not continue to stack up on it i guess i i I don't know it just it's something i've been thinking a lot about as i transition into a new role at datadog it's still advocacy it's still community it's still sre and devops but it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna have some more stuff i'm gonna add some more ingredients in there that i hope you know kind of bake into the new version of my reputation and the things that i'll be working on kind of moving forward so uh, I feel like that, that was one thing that, that came up organically that felt really fun to talk about and hear their stuff, their thoughts. But I also wish we could have had more time to go into um, the idea of what happens when you've painted yourself into that corner and you feel stuck there. Um, I don't know, Mary, if you've got any thoughts, you can start there. But like that that's something also that kind of comes up for me is like, well, what if I don't want to be the incident person anymore or the DevOps person. I am I starting over or am, am I building on something I already have?
1: Yeah. No, I think that's a great question. And I think it's something that you see a lot of times for advocates in particular, right? Where you have that specialty, you have that area that you have a lot of experience in. And so you start to be seen as that person. I think the important thing for me in that situation is to remember that Even if it's, you know, hey, your experience is primarily with a particular type of company, whether it's front-end, back-end DevOps, APIs, whatever it is, the principles of what you're doing still apply, right? The idea that people want to uh, have a, a good experience onboarding to a new tool, the fact that people want to uh connect with a community of people who are using the tool and figure out best practices and how to move forward and how to level up their skills and all of that those things are the same and so i think remembering the or taking what you've learned from that specialty and applying it back to the more general idea of developer relations and the priorities and the things that we can uh lean into and help support as far as company goals go is important Um, I think trying to convince other people that you can do that is probably the, the more difficult part. Um, but I think that's where, you know, uh, social media and blog posts and videos and things like that come in handy, right. Where you're able to, uh, share your thoughts and, and viewpoints and get the word out there a little bit more.
0: I gotta, I gotta say though, Jason, that was a brilliant off the cuff question. I thought it draw, drew out some really great answers. Um, and what, what Mary, what you're saying also, like leaning on the things that you, uh, you're bringing into your, your new role is really great. And it reminds me of how in DevRel in particular, how a lot of people are coming into it from other non-traditional backgrounds and how they can still use some of those old experiences uh, and, and those roles into DevRel and using those um, to really show like just in different contexts or even different titles of how they're still uh, the, that that role and and the things that they did in that role is still relevant to what they're moving into or what they're doing now, which is really great. One thing that also was brought up is in terms of making sure when you're trying to cement or really kind of, Make sure you you show that you know what you're going to be doing by prescribing these are the steps that i'm going to be taking um one thing that came to mind is that i, I think i've used this technique and it works a lot and, it, and it's really great the only thing is that when you are confronted with something that you didn't think of that kind of makes you change up those steps um, and to mitigate that personally the thing that i make sure that i add to make to, to kind of like an, a get out of jail free card or an out is to make sure that we're going to be learning throughout the way and making sure I also communicate that out and say that this is new, this is experimental, or these are the things that we hope to learn by going through these steps so that we can incorporate the new information into our decision making process and make adjustments. Um, going forward. And so uh, I've, I've, I've been in those places where I've prescribed, like, I think we all learn in stages. And then it, it, once you get to the next level, you have a different level of problems. And so one of the previous ones, I did this, and then they said, well, you said you would do this x y and z and why are you not doing that and i had to fight that fight or kind of like i lost a little bit of reputation points by saying that i knew like, i had this crystal ball and this was going to happen and so like my next time i was in that situation I made sure to make sure to to kind of like bring that up as well and so that's that's one point that also, I, I just want to make sure that if you're listening to this and you're in that position to make sure that you also are extremely transparent, that things are not going to go to plan. Things are, you're going to learn all, across the way and, or some competitor is going to launch some new product or someone is going to blow up this thing that you're about to tout. Um, and so you have to change course and make sure that's that's built into your communication of your planning.
2: I think there's some other stuff too that <clears throat> we, didn't t- we didn't touch on, but now I'm, I'm starting to think about. And that's um, one, we, we didn't touch on, you know, maybe your strength, your reputation is that you're a great writer, you're a great speaker, you're a great something, but suddenly that's not a need or that, or it's the, a, a pandemic and we don't travel and we don't stand on stage and talk to people uh, in real life anymore. And so but that's
0: just the hypothetical.
2: True, sure, True. But I, I guess the, the point is that um, we sort of have to be that growth mindset, you know, because we just never know what's around the corner. Um, you, you might be a, you know, a global traveling speaker one day, and then suddenly you're not. And um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that that's just part of, you know, it's just part of life. It's not part of DevRel or communities or anything. But I, I do wonder, you know, like, is there also other elements that you can either grow out of or grow into or change your mind on? I think mm-hmm. I have a reputation of being able to lead a large um, conference call, uh, you know, to get a bunch of people on a call and like kind of command that that room or that audience and, and talk to slides. I don't love it. I don't. I don't know if I want that reputation because people just keep giving me that job. Um, so I think that's another thing too that we didn't talk about is once you have something that you've owned and and you've become good at it and now you're mm-hmm. like the person that people turn to because you knock it out of the park every time. <laughs> I don't, you know, maybe you don't want to do it, that every, you know, anymore at all. So that's, that's another thing too, that, you know, it's kind of like getting painted into the corner, but I guess the point I'm making is people change their mind. They get introduced into new teams. I'm with a team now that, um, if I don't want to write anymore, I don't have to write anymore. we got people who are much better at it. Um, and you know, that's their job. Uh, and I can kind of focus on the things that I'm good at, plus the things I want to learn to get good at, um, But I I do think that that's another element, too, is it it gets to we can get to a place where I I may not want to be that person anymore. But I also know that it's kind of helpful for my career and and networking. And if this VP over here can see that I can walk in there and, you know, just do this thing like it should be that that gives me points, you know, which helps not only the reputation, but opportunities down the road. Somebody might offer me some other opportunity because they saw what I'm capable of. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely spinning on ideas on, you know, reputation, good, Absolutely. bad. How do you want to change it? You know, I think uh-huh. we, all, yeah. we all know we're in control, but sometimes things just keep going and we forget mm-hmm. to a hand on the steering wheel.
1: Yeah. And I think that's such an important thing to keep in mind for all of us. Like, whether you're an individual contributor, whether you're a manager, whether you're lead for a team, whatever your role is, I'm hiring right now for an advocate. And I was talking to someone the other day who asked me, um, tell me the, the top two things that you're looking for in someone who takes on this position. And my top one always, anytime anyone asks me that question is, are you willing and able to learn, right? Are you willing to try new things? Are you willing to Try new opportunities, whether that's, hey, I don't have a lot of experience speaking at conferences, but yes, I'm willing to try, right? I'm willing to learn. And then are you able to learn? Is that something that you're you're capable of doing? Can you take that feedback and improve and continue to grow? And then Jason, to your point, I think there's sometimes when we do learn that thing and we go, hmm, not for me, thanks, but no thanks. And so being able to speak up and say that, And as a manager, being able to take that feedback from your team members too. And yes, there's going to be times where I go, okay, um, I hear that you really don't want to do this thing very often. However, we are committed to speaking at this conference. We are committed to whatever this is for a particular customer or for a particular partner. We have to do this. You're the person on the team who's capable of doing this. I know you don't like it. Are you willing to do it this time until we can figure out a different solution for next time? Right. So there's going to be parts of your job with any job that you don't enjoy. But being able to speak up and say, yes, I can do that this time because we're in a pinch, because we have to. However, you need to find someone else to do it down the road, I think is super important and also incredibly difficult. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. That is not easy to, to say when you, when you, especially in this economy, especially when teams are small, right? When you know that people are depending on you.
0: I have to say that. I, I, so my role right now, uh, I'm in DevRel focusing on community my previous career, I was a social media manager. And so I am okay. I understand long form, short form, uh, and copy and call to actions and links and all that stuff. Before that, I was a product file engineer for AMD, um, working with OEM partners and different OECD teams and making sure that we can deploy applications um, like at scale. And so those are tasks and things that I did I don't think that that's really something that I really like. A lot of people who know me know about that past, but every once in a while, I'm putting to a put into a place where I see there is a need for that skill set, which doesn't mean I necessarily say, "Hey, I want to just take this on." But at least I'm in a place where I can say, "Hey, I, I think we can be doing this a better way," um, and that is also extremely uncomfortable um, to be able to hop back into a previous life personality or skill set that is applicable today that is extremely useful but also like being able to say like uh you don't know about this but i have years of experience with complex projects like this um and so i i have something to you know give in to help make get, get us past this roadblock and being able to build up a reputation in your current context with something that you had a reputation before is also extremely tricky. Um, And because as I mentioned before, uh, non traditional backgrounds, those are things where it's probably going to come up at least once or twice in your history in your current role in DevRel, where you have to kind of call in the spirits of your ancestors (laughs) of like, this is kind of like, like resurrect that dead personality or um, body of this thing that used to do, which can be extremely uncomfortable, but, um, it, it, as, but we do the things that we do because we care about what we do. Like we care about the success of a product of a, a program, uh, or of a company or a coworker. And so, um, uh, being versatile, um, is one thing that in the time of this theoretic pandemic, let's say it, it actually happens, um, is really, really great. And, um, but I also, I think what you keyed in, Mary, is that um, being able to, to learn how to learn is a skill, I think is gonna serve you to be flexible, no matter what you do or how long you wanna do it for.
2: Yeah, those are great points, Wes. Um, and yeah, can't, can't agree more, uh, I think it's been a while since I've actually been on on one of our episodes here. So to come back to this one with both Angie and Evan, um, obviously it's very timely for me. Uh, So appreciate both of you, uh, you know, joining for today as well. It's always fun to get us together and sorry, PJ, that um, you weren't able to join us, but um, I think uh, we'll go ahead and wrap up this episode. This has been another community pulse recording and as well as the after pulse recording. Um, Yeah. Talking about, How do we build and protect our reputations, the things that we want to do in in developer advocacy, DevRel, community? Um, But also, as we pointed out, how do we make sure we're, we're, you know, we're a constant student and we grow into other opportunities and we pull people forward. And, um, yeah, there's a lot to think about. So, anyway, I appreciate you all. And uh, I think that'll do it for this episode of the Community Pulse and the After Pulse. And we hope to see you all at the next one. Bye.
0: This has been another episode of After Pulse with Mary Thengbaugh, Jason Hand, PJ Haggerty, and Wesley Faulkner. Learn more at communitypulse.io or at
2: community underscore pulse on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll see you next time on